Welcome back to the Effortless Expansion Podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you guys today. And I have a special guest. This is my sweet friend, Karen Galway. Karen grew up in Newfoundland, an island on the East Coast of Canada. She's always had a desire to help others, and it eventually brought her to the U.S. for her master's degree in speech language therapy. Her journey to the energetic world of healing started with being introduced as an energetic practitioner at one of her professional seminar courses. It was this exposure that sparked a self-discovery in herself and various energetic and healing modalities. Karen has worked with various healers, and ultimately, it was a human design reading that she received that left her wanting to learn more about herself. She then decided to deepen her understanding of this tool and become certified in human design. Through the Human Design Academy, Karen now combines the self-discovery tool with her understanding of energetics and the subconscious mind and her coaching practice, where she helps her clients rewrite their beliefs so that they can start living their life by their design. Hi, love. This one's for you. I'm Jess, and this is the Effortless Expansion Podcast. This podcast is for women who are ready to do it differently. Women who are tired of being tired. Women who are ready to shift out of the old ways and rules that are still lingering from generations and generations of doing it a certain way. Together, we are going to expand your life in every way. Effortless expansion of yourself, your relationships, your health, your wealth. Write your own rules your own way for you. Here on this podcast, you will redefine the way you show up for yourself and your desires. You will create visions for this limitless life and what it gets to look like for yourself and your family. You will reshape the way you show up for your friendships, children, and your spouse every week. Together, we will reinvent how your limitless life looks and feels in less than 20 minutes. I'm so glad you've chosen to be here with me. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome everyone back to the Effortless Expansion Podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. This is my sweet friend, Karen, and I'm going to give her just a minute to introduce herself. So Karen, please go ahead and introduce yourself to to all my listeners. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so I am Karen Galway and I am a certified human design reader. I'm also, I I self-proclaim energetic embodiment coach, which basically means I help women embody the energy of who they want to become. And through that embodiment leads to them living a life by their design. And I'm literally obsessed with human design. It's something that I got into fairly recently, like a couple of years ago, and then a year or so ago pursued the certification. And every time I do a reading or even like looking at your chart, Jess, like I, it just, it lights me up because it just makes so much sense as to what that person is going through in their life. So mm-hmm. so excited mm-hmm. to be talking about this here today. Yes. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to have you on. I talk a little bit about human design, actually a lot in a lot of my episodes, yet I've never really given a very big and detailed explanation of what human design is. And Karen is by far the expert. So Karen, can you just explain to us what human design is, how it can serve us? Yes. Yeah. So human design, you know, it's funny. It's only been around since the eighties. I think like 1987 was when it 
was download it. So Ra Ururu is, I don't know what his original name is, but he changed his name to Ra Ururu, is basically the founder of human design. And he channeled it over eight days in 1987. So it's fairly recent, but it's based on a lot of ancient sciences. So it pulls in astrology, the chakra system, uh, Kabbalah, the Chinese I Ching system, which is their own spiritual, their spiritual system or based on their spiritual book. But then it includes modern sciences like quantum physics. And of course, there's psychology with it. And I also have a degree in psychology. So this speaks to that part of my brain as well. What I love about it is there's so much depth to it. I mean, we often hear when people start learning about human design, how it's like a rabbit hole. And it really is. I mean, just it's as what I say as far wide as it is deep. I mean, you can just keep going and going and going. But with that is like so much depth to you. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people live their life unknowingly, through conditioning and programs that they're raised in Mm -hmm. and they think they have to live a certain way and not knowing that maybe that's not the way for them. And so human design is a way to peel back the layers for them to truly understand who they are and start creating their own beliefs and their own desires based on their own authenticity and how they're created and not necessarily based on someone's conditioning or programs. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that in itself is just for me, done. (laughs) Let's do this. Yeah, totally. Totally. That so speaks to me, because that's what, you know, a big part of my brand is being unruly, right. And being, and following the rules that, you you know, the conditions that you've been taught that society is placing you all those things that, you know, have taught us to operate, to be when really, you know, it's covering up all that we really are. So, you know, Mm -hmm. asking you to get unruly and take a look at the things that really you've been taught. Do they still serve you all that? And human design has been certainly a big piece of that for me. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And Karen, how did you find human design? (laughs) Um, I just chuckled because it was so (laughs) random. I think I heard it on a podcast or I started like following or some people I've been following for a while on social media were starting to use it as a tool. And this was probably three, four years ago, maybe three years ago. One person in particular started saying her business blew up when she started including Mm -hmm. human design and she's a projector. And so projectors need a lot of rest. And so she created this new mantra that success happens in the rest. And Mm. she said it really shifted her business. I'm like, what is this? What this is like, what, what, like, this is crazy. I've never heard of this. And of course me being this like junkie of like, esoteric tools and energy work. Cause I'm also trained in Reiki. I was like, I need to know this. And I, need to know. I got into, I mean, you and I met kind of through the same business trainings. We, mm-hmm. uh, that's how I think, yeah, that's how we met. And it was during this process where I was trying to narrow down or figure out this coaching world and like, what is it that I want to, mm-hmm. not what I want to coach on, but how do I want it to look like? How is this business going to look like? What's my website going to look like? What's my mission? And I was struggling because I'm also trained as a pediatric speech therapist. So I'm still seeing clients and I felt like I had to pick a lane and I didn't know what lane to pick. And mm-hmm. and the identity behind it was just really confusing me. Like, am I a speech therapist or am I a coach? Like what's going on? And within that same group that we were having trainings in, I happened to ask someone if they, if, if there anyone was there that uses human design with their business. And someone said yes. And then I had a reading and it was a very basic reading. But my takeaway from it was, you know, I found out I was a manifesting generator and manifesting generators are not linear. You know, I had to go to college after high school. I had to pick a career track when I was like 
19, you know, Mm -hmm. you're so young Mm -hmm. and I was hitting this crossroads. And so I was trying to figure out again, like, am I a speech therapist or am I a coach? How do I pick a lane? And I realized I'm not linear, like manifesting generators are to the outside world. It can look like they're almost like all over the place, but to them, it's, it's them following their energy and where they're intuitively led. And that was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. We're like, oh, I don't have to pick a lane. I can like be and do whatever I want if it lights me up and learning about how to make aligned decisions. So those two things just for me, like I said, lifted this whole weight off my shoulders that I wanted to and felt the need to learn more. So then I'd pursue the certification program with it. That's great. I love that you, you know, said as a, as a manifesting generator, my husband, Nick is a manning gen and Mm -hmm how so often I would be like, why can't you just stick to one thing and like, be okay with it? Like see it through. It's just like, (laughs) and now I understand. I'm like, okay, you just relax. Like we're Mm -hmm. different. Right. And that's what makes us so great is it's kind of like, you know, when a dog sees a squirrel sort of as I'm like, (laughs) and he's up to there and I was up to here. And And so I, when I think about that and just like, when I learned about that for him, it's like the permission that it gave I hate using the word permission, but the permission that it gave me to be like, that's him. And I don't want to change him. So just like, cool, calm yourself, Jess, and just let him be right. And the, he's never probably fully realized it. We've never had a conversation, but about how now I'm not criticizing him into like, oh, you're jumping from one thing to the next. Right. And when I think about that also as a parent, my kids are not many gens. Mm, My kids are generators. They're generators. Yeah. Yeah. They're generators. Yep. But as a parent, so often, gosh, I remember so many of my friends, their parents, you know, saying, no, you're doing basketball always. We spent all this money and time in basketball, but, you know, they really wanted to do volleyball next or whatever. What a huge way to open up and to give our, to give our kids permission to be who they are, right. Is by learning their human design and realizing that actually, if you're a Manny Jen, you get to, you know, go from one thing to the next and do what lights you up. That's just huge permission, huge permission. Slip. Yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the things I talk about is, you know, if you're raised by, let's say you're raised by your parents or manifesting generators or generators, and you have all this energy to just do, 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 and your kids are projectors. And they're raised within this perception of, I have to go and go and go because that's just the energy of the generator and manifesting generator. Then this projector is conditioned and programmed and that's how it is. And then they Mm -hmm. reach burnout at a young age and wondering like, I don't understand what's going on. And all they needed to do was learn how to use their energy Mm -hmm. to get energy, right? And not to feel so burnt out. And that awareness, again, is just key. And I think a lot of like our journey to like understanding ourselves a little bit more is awareness and like yeah. recognizing what works, what doesn't work. How do we feel like, and feeling those feelings. And so human design allows you to really step into that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so good. Okay. So now Karen, I'm going to ask you if you will, Karen has looked at my chart, y'all. I am mm-hmm. a generator. I'm a two five. Mm-hmm. So Karen, I'll let you give some, read my charts, yeah. tell everyone about me. I can't wait to learn some more stuff about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you explain that. I'm excited yeah. to hear. I, might be I taking some love notes. looking at people's charts. Like I literally want every person I want to go to. I think there's like memes out there where it's like, Hey, before you go, what's your location, date of birth and time? Like that's literally me because I want to look it up and it helps me. I feel like I understand you more <laughs> looking yes. at it. 
Yes. Um, and so you are a generator. And so you have like, and you talk about this a lot where you have like that sacral connection where that is your alignment. Like when something lights you up, then you know, that's a go. Yep. And when you don't have that light up and that's your sign to like not go. And like, so for you, and it's funny how you gave the example between you and your husband and you said something like, can't you just stick with it and see it through? And that's the gift of the generator is mastery mm-hmm. over time is kind of sticking with something and seeing it through. Whereas the manifesting generator might just stop mid and pivot and do something else. And so as a two five, you are what they call the hermit heretic. And so the way that it works in human design is when you look at your pro- your profile, the number, the first number. So for you, the two represents your conscious side. And then the five is the last number represents your unconscious side. So consciously you are the, you're like the hermit unconsciously. You're like the heretic, but they all work together to create this profile. And so that is of the hermit heretic. And the thing with this, a two five is kind of like a projection field where people will project onto you their issues because the heretic is almost seen as the savior as mm-hmm. the hero, as someone who's going to solve their problems. And so you people project problems onto you knowingly, like subconsciously, that you can solve them. And you might be someone that people go to, to you know, to like, hey, Jess, what do I do about this? Hey, Jess, what do I do about this? Always, and, always, <laughs> always. Right. And so the, the challenge with that, with this 2-5, is that you can get caught up in that projection field where you you then become the expectation of other people. Mm. And especially with the two being the hermit, being the inward, the observer, the two side of you is like kind of watching this and then internalizing it. And then you reach this level of frustration of like, who am I? Like, this is how come you don't, you can't necessarily get into any depth because you don't really know who you are and you're only, you know, walking around based on what other people think of you. And so appearance can be really important and also like rewards and everything, which is why I think that you did so well in that corporate position that you were in because of how other people viewed that, you know, like it was like, you loved you, the two fives love getting that feedback because that's where they view their, their work and their depth is from that. Totally. Um, And in my MLM business, right? Like that's why I went through the ranks so quickly because I'm like, look at all this recognition I'm getting. Like I freaking love recognition. Like this is who I am. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But then you reach this, you can reach that this burnout because it's like, again, who am I? Who am I living Mm -hmm. for? Who am I doing this for? And so the journey of the two five is to really go into this journey to self and to find the depth to themselves so they can have the depth with others. Otherwise they wouldn't be able to because they are living in that projection field of others. And within that projection field, you can also trigger others because of that, which is things that you've said before too. And so you, like I said, people project onto you. They can be triggered by you because of this whole projection field of that two five. Um, So can we, sorry to interrupt you. Can we stop there, Karen? So can you explain what that's like a little bit more to me? Because I talk about this a lot in my episodes, right? That like often I'll hear from people like you so triggered me and Mm. You know, and I stand behind this. Like, I go first. I'll set an example for mm-hmm. you, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, in in terms of your desires. Yet, I hear often, and it's been a huge part of my healing journey that like it's okay for me to trigger people because this is my truth, and I'm in my power and my sovereignty as a woman, and I get to go first and set the example. And you know, women people can either choose to like me or not, and my worth is not tied up in th- their thoughts, their beliefs about mm-hmm. me. Yeah. 
So go a little bit deeper about well, just, just like the, the, why is it then that I it's, it's the five in my profile that actually triggers people. Then. I think it's the two and the five. Like, so okay. the, the thing about the two is twos are very gifted, but it can take, you don't necessarily are aware of this gift because you're inward mm-hmm. and it can take other people calling it out for you to, to recognize it. So that's where like, sometimes this trigger comes from where people are like, Jessica, like, I can't believe you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like that's not fair or whatever, but it's like calling this, this out. And so it's like, that's pulling that out of them. But then also the five being again, that in that projection field. So it comes from both the two and the five is how I view and how I understand it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. That's helpful. (laughs) All right. So the other thing I saw is, so when I do readings, when I do my in-depth readings, I, you know, I go over to the, the, profile. I also go into incarnation cross and you have the incarnation cross of tension. And as soon as I saw tension, I started giggling because it just, to me, tension control. And I was like, I'm like, Oh, like that's to me, it describes a lot what you speak about and what your journey has been and surrendering to that. Mm -hmm. So the, the incarnation cross, essentially the journey of someone with that cross is learning to surrender and to let it go as opposed to controlling everyone and everything around them. And between the two five and the incarnation cross, it creates this need to control so many things mm-hmm. and to like live for what other people think of you. And so you have like this double whammy mm-hmm. of like, I need to figure all this out. And you've so beautifully started this journey to self that like you're truly living out this deconditioning, which is the whole thing about human design is about is like learning to decondition from those beliefs. Yeah. Ooh, that feels big and really good. And like the nail on the head, right? I was just saying yesterday, I was in Voxer uh, with my assistant and I was talking about control frequencies and how I've released so many control frequencies yet. I know I can feel when I've been shown is that I'm still wrapped in many, many, many control frequencies and Mm -hmm. I can still feel that. And I'm still in the process of healing and releasing them. And it will be an ever evolving thing, right? But it's this, it makes total sense. Of course, that's showing up in my human design. And it makes, when I even look at my lineage, you know, on my mother and my grandmother, I can see these control frequencies. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing in the work, the deep work that I've done in unraveling all of this, just how deep it goes. Mm -hmm. So the fact it's showing up in my chart, of course, of course it is. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like also when you're talking about like, you know, generational and ancestral beliefs that there is major light being shed on this collectively. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, including myself are facing this, like all these beliefs generationally that have been carried. It's like, boom, like it's like, it's with you. And so it's worthy. We're the ones that are stopping this. And like, and, and I feel like you can't live out your own purpose and your own soul's contract until you complete what hasn't been completed before you. Yeah. And so in order for you to live out what you're supposed to be doing, you know, you need to kind of sign up and finish up these contracts that other lives, the other souls haven't finished. And yeah. that can feel like a lot because totally. you're just it's like, boom, boom, boom. Like you're hit with that. Totally. You know, I think it's, it's, it's in this, I know it's in this evolution of me, right? This control that I keep. And I'm, I've been sharing a lot more about this recently. I'm getting ready to launch a new program, a new, actually a mastermind as it relates to 
what happened when I stepped down from my corporate job and our family Mm -hmm. and the control I released to say, okay, I'm not going to be the breadwinner anymore. And what does that look like? And can I allow Nick to support me in this, to support our family without me having my hands tied into, you know, getting a paycheck every two weeks and making bank and, you know, my worth was so tied up in that. And so when I released that control, I'm like, whoa, who am I? Um, exactly. So Did you so find perfect. yourself when you stepped away from that corporate position because control was such a big thing for you and like predictability and knowing, did you find that you were then controlling aspects of your relationship then? Like, like that focus switched from work to something else? Yes. In many ways. Yes. In many ways. I would say the last, really the last 18 months has been this recognition of the control that I hold, that Mm -hmm. I feel safe when Mm -hmm. I hold. And it's this, okay, well, how would it feel if I let that go? What if I wasn't actually spending all my energy holding things Mm -hmm. and controlling them? What if I let that energy go for things I wanted, right? Which is why you're all seeing me like manifest like this. You know, Mm -hmm. things are coming so much quicker to me, things that I desire, and I'm becoming bigger, bolder, and braver. Because I, that energy that I was like holding so close to me, because I was like, I have to hold on. Like, I can't let go. I'm letting that go. And I'm letting the universe bring the magic to me, which is, which is the point of it. Right. Uh, but it has certainly been a journey is still a journey Yeah. In, in doing that. Yeah. No, I love it. Like I just, I, I, like I said, you were, I think you stand for, or like, like seeing in your, on your Instagram and in your podcast and just knowing you, like, I feel like you're doing such a beautiful job and like understanding who you are when you don't necessarily have to, right? Like you are enriching your life for you and not, and for your kids and like everyone who's connected to you, but like, it really starts with you first and you do such a, you're doing such a beautiful job in doing that because you like this, like your last post for how you can be sitting on your deck eating bonbons or whatever. Like you literally could choose like this leisurely life and you're doing such a great job in like discovering who you are. Cause that's just only going to have a ripple effect from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, one of my, I received that. Thank you for that, Karen. One of my favorite things that I'll say to Nick, and I wholeheartedly believe this is and it, it really relates to our children, right? Because they're in our lineage. Is this mm-hmm. if we're not going to heal this now? Are we going to ex- then our children are going to? Yep. So are we going to choose to heal it, or are we going to pass it down to them? Mm-hmm. And that, like, I could get emotional talking about it. Like, of course, like you know, every parent wants their kids to have a better life than they did. And so I'm willing to go head on and see myself in the shadows and examine and ask the hard questions and have the deep conversations and put in the work for, you know, healing and next level ascension, what that looks like. And so certainly this is a big piece of it for me. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. One more thing I'm going to put you on the spot because when we were talking on the side, you said something about my psychic Hmm. channel or something. So I want to hear, I want to hear that. I haven't looked too much into it. I could probably bring up your chart and see, but you have the psychic gate and that is gate 57, I think as located in your spleen. And so people who have that gate, I have that gate as well. People who have that gate activated tend to have more psychic abilities Mm -hmm. or, or really strong intuition and Mm -hmm. like a knowingness, but maybe not classified as like psychic, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's, and 
it's, I don't know where, I haven't looked too much into your chart, but I don't know where it shows up specifically as to what planet it shows up in. So mm-hmm. the way it works in human design is you have your gates, you have your centers and your gate that's activated will be activated within a planet. So it could be North node, South node. It could be your incarnation, not incarnation cross, sorry. It could be like your conscious earth sign or your, so, it's, so I look at gates and see where it is. And cause the planets have information. So I don't know exactly where that is. And I can look at it and let you know afterwards, but but you do have that gate activated, which again, like you are coming into more of your psychic power anyway. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense that that's activated. Totally. And which is why I asked you about it. Cause I'm like, Ooh, cause it makes a lot of sense. Also, when I look back on my life, I've always had a really, really, really strong intuition. Mm-hmm. And it's this, you know, as a kid, even I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Where is yep. that coming from now? And now, you know, it's a gift. I'm like, yes, yeah, yes, please. Like, you just said something just then I feel like speaks to the bigger picture of as kids, because we're, we just don't have like that filter or we're developing that filter. We don't have like really strong beliefs. We're so open and our gifts come in, whatever those gifts look like. And usually it's something that's very easy for us, but we may not know how to talk about it or we're shunned for it, especially if you're a manifester. A lot of people are shunned for being like too big or yeah. shamed for being too big. And then we shrink down mm-hmm. and then we hide it. And then mm-hmm. we come into our journey to solve. And then we realize, oh, well, wait a minute, this was a gift and I'm going to reclaim it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Thank you for that information, Karen. That was so helpful. So exciting for me. Can you tell us how Can you tell the listeners how they can find their own chart and figure out their own human design? Yeah. So you can Google like free human design calculator and plug in your information and a chart will show up. Now that chart, if it, if you're anything like me, when I first looked into it means diddly squat, I have no idea what I'm looking at and I'll give you some information on the side. I still have no idea what that meant. And you can figure things out on your own It's you know, blogs and everything, or you find a reader to like interpret it for you. So that's one of the things that I do. Yep. Perfect. So you guys could go and just, you know, Google human design, find out your own chart, and then, you know, certainly take it to Karen or book a reading with her and she would pull up the chart for you Mm -hmm. and you'd get access to it. But Karen's right. When I first did, I'm like, what the heck does all this mean? I don't know anything. So it is very helpful to have somebody actually read it for you that knows what they're doing. Like Karen. Mm -hmm. Yep. So another thing that just came through to me, Karen, was what are some examples like for you personally? How do you use human design in your in your life, like for your family, for your business? Yeah, I think the big thing for me was really learning how to make an aligned decision and not getting caught up in the FOMO. Like I Mm. always wanted to be doing things that other people were doing because it looked good. And sometimes I would say yes, and I'd get there, and I'm like, crap, why did I even say yes? I don't want to be here, Mm. right? And this is where your authority comes in. Every human design or every type has their own authority. And so you and I are both emotional authorities where we have a defined sacral, but we also have, you have a defined spleen, sacral and solar plexus, the same thing as me. And so basically what that means that we have a lot of feelings when it comes to making decisions, but there's really sleeping on it a little bit and Mm -hmm. tapping in. And do we still get that high? Do we still get excited? is the key for us and not necessarily making a big decision in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, I was making decisions in the moment because it felt, Oh, cause I had that defined sacral, like that feels yeah. good. But then a day or two later, I'm like, Oh, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. And so your solar plexus has an emotional wave and this is where the emotional authority comes in. So for me, it was learning that 
and learning where, okay, this feels really good. I want to like email this person right now, or I want to commit to this, like, let me sleep on this and see if I feel the same way. And if I do, then I know it's okay. I'm going to go forward. But if it's like, no, I don't. Okay. Well, the time is just not right for me right now. Yeah. So that was huge for me. And the biggest takeaway, and I still reflect back to this was I had an opportunity to join a business. And the only reason why I wanted to, to join it was because the person who asked me, I felt like, she, I just felt like she had, had a knowing about things and she was always like making really good decisions. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Like I will like, you know, sail on your coattails for this, you know, and I committed to it and I hate, like, I hated it. Like anytime I show up to a meeting, it felt awful. Like I just didn't want to. And so then I had to look at myself, like, why did I say yes? And when I realized it wasn't for me, I said I backed out. And so I still reflect back to that experience as mm-hmm. like what it felt like to make a decision when it didn't feel good and what it felt like to really honor my alignment. And so that's kind of what I, and I think that's huge. I mean, so many of us are just walking around being like saying yes, because we don't want to disappoint someone or say yes, because we think that's how it should be. And so learning how your unique energetic blueprint and your unique decision-making is, is key to like living more of an aligned life. Yeah, absolutely. It's been such a game changer for me too, because I am that emotional authority is when I feel, I feel everything. Mm -hmm. I'm so Mm -hmm. emotional, such an emotional person. And it's knowing when, and sometimes it's not even sleeping for me. Sometimes it's like a couple of days when I can make a decision out of like pure calm, just almost like like, a neutral place. Yeah. A neutral place. Yes, exactly. Thank you. A neutral place of just like, it's a yes or it's a no. Mm-hmm. And this has also been pivotal in my marriage because Nick is a sacral authority. So he can make decisions like oh, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. And so when we're making a decision together, he's often like, what do you mean? Why can't you? And I'm like, I got to write out. So, <laughs> you know, now I'll say like, I got to ride my emotional wave about it. And he's like, okay, whatever, yeah. you know, and I'll yeah. come around and be like, yes, it's a yes or no, it's a no. And he's, you know, meanwhile, he's already been there, planned it all out, done yes. all the things with it. Yep. And I'm That's just so coming around to my emotions. And so my children are also both emotional authorities. And so this is so powerful to me as a mom to know that like, when I give them decisions, they also need big decisions. They need time to process it. Yeah. So yeah. And I think for, as a parent, book. knowing that they can change their mind, like they yeah. might be making a decision at the high of mm-hmm. their, of their of wave, their yep. emotional wave where everything feels good or at the low. And then they get to that neutral point. Like, Oh no, I changed my mind. And as a, as a parent, it could be frustrating when a child commits to something and then says, no, I don't want to, but when you understand that this is their decision process, then it's like, okay, I, you know, I think it's easier to honor that. And one of the things I eventually want to do is learn more about that connection, the, the energetic connections between parent and child, as it relates to human design and like how we can parent from our own alignment while honoring their alignment. There's, yeah. 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 That's so great. All right. So can you tell us please, Karen, what are some ways that the listeners here can work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So I love like everything I got set up, you know, I have of course human design readings and I have them priced differently in different packages, because like I said, it's a, it is a rabbit hole some people are ready to dive into that. And some people are just, they just want the tip of the iceberg. I will caution your listeners that a lot of people will stop at knowing their type mm-hmm. and they think that's enough. But what I, the example I give is that, you know, 
there's over a billion people in the world and we can't classify them into five types, you know? And so there's so much depth to your chart and there's so much depth to you. And so while you're wanting to like learn more about yourself, I have it priced where you can start look at the at the iceberg, but it's done in a way where you can piecemeal it and eventually get the whole your whole blueprint. So and that's on my website on like the different prices. I also have my one-on-one eight-week one-on-one program called Your Life by Design. And that's basically the first call is a deep dive into human design. And then the rest of the calls are just making sure that you're or supporting you as you're honoring your life through mm-hmm. your design, of course, as well as working through other things. And that includes Voxer support too. So, and then I also have a group called or group program called Vibrant You that will be launching sometime in the spring, late winter, early spring. I'm not quite sure. So, but somewhere around then, but that's on my website too, just to get on the wait list. And then I have little small things like activate intensives, which are a 90 minute session where we take a limiting belief that you have. And I basically look at that limiting belief through the filter of your human design and where, like what fear gates do you have, what, what challenges are showing up that you might be limiting yourself, which is where this limiting belief is coming from. And then we work through that. And then a very small one called reclaim, which is 20, 30 minutes where it's like, just taking pieces of your chart and telling you, okay, this is what your gift is. This is what your strength is, which you probably already know anyways. It's just needing needing it to be called out. Yeah. Uh, and then I am starting a podcast, as you know, and I'll be launching hopefully the next week or so. And that's also called Your Life by Design. And I'm super freaking lit up about it because I have the open the channel of openness, which connects my throat center to my solar plexus. So talking is something I love to do. <laughs> And so the the, having a podcast was just to me, it just makes total sense. And I'm in my element when I'm on it. So Mm -hmm. I can't wait for that to launch. I can't wait for it to launch either. I can't wait to listen in. Oh, so good. And can you please tell us how we can find you then online? Social channel. Well, on yeah, on Instagram, my handle is I am Karen Galway, and that's G A L W A Y, and then Karen spelled with a K. And my website is KarenGalway.com. And so those are the two best places to find me. Okay. Thank you so much, Karen. This has been so helpful. So informational. All of you listening, be sure that you go and follow Karen, check out her website. And if you have not yet had a human design reading, check her out. She's amazing. I hope you so enjoyed just learning more about human design today and more about me. This is super fun. Thank you so much, Karen. It was such an honor to have you on. I'm so, so, so grateful. It was an honor to be on here. Thank you for the invitation. Yes. Okay. Well, I will see you all in the next episode. I love you. I love you. I love you to your massive expansion always and always. Hey, if you love this podcast episode, can you please do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot of the podcast episode you're listening to right now, Post it on your stories and tag me at Effortlessly Jess. I'm going to be so thrilled to hear from you and I will always repost it for my audience to see. Second, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, can you please leave me a five-star review? These two little things take only a few minutes, but they mean so much to me. Not only does it make my day to connect with my soul sisters on the internet, but as a podcast host, these are two things you can do to help me get my message out to impact the women of the world. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to talk to you in next week's episode to your effortless expansion always.